Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Winnie the Pooh. Originally published in Great Britain on the 14th of October 1926 by and Co. Limited. Text by A.A. A. Milne and line illustrations by Ernest H. Shepard. Uh, this edition published 1989 by Guild Publishing. Oh, well, without further ado. Chapter 1, in which we are introduced to Winnie the Pooh and some bees, and the stories begin. Here is Edward Bear, coming downstairs now, bump, 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 on the back of his head behind Christopher Robin. It is, as far as he knows, the only way of coming downstairs, but sometimes he feels that there really is another way, if only he could stop bumping for a moment and think of it. And then he feels that perhaps there isn't. Anyhow, here he is, at the bottom, and ready to be introduced to you, Winnie the Pooh. When I first heard his name, I said, just as you are going to say, Oh, but I thought he was a boy. No, so did I, said Christopher Robin. Well, then you can't call him Winnie. I don't. Wait, but you said, no, he's Winnie the Pooh. Don't you know what the means? Oh, yeah, now I do, I say quickly. And I hope that you do too, because that's all the explanation that you're going to get. Sometimes Winnie the Pooh likes a game of some sort when he comes downstairs, and sometimes he likes to sit quietly in front of the fire and listen to a story. And this evening... Well, what about a story? said Christopher Robin. Well, what about a story? I said. Well, could you very sweetly tell Winnie the Pooh one? I suppose I could, I said. What sort of stories does he like? Oh, about himself, because he's that sort of a bear. Oh, I see. So could you very sweetly? Well, I'll try, I said. And so I tried. <clears throat> Once upon a time, a very long time ago now, around about last Friday, Winnie the Pooh lived in a forest all by himself under the name of Sanders. What does under the name mean? asked Christopher Robin. Well, it means he had the name over his door in gold letters, and he lived under it. Oh, well, Winnie the Pooh wasn't quite sure, said Christopher Robin. Well, now I am, said a growly voice. Well, then I'll go on, said I. One day, when he was out walking, he came to an open place, in the middle of a forest. And in the middle of this place was a large oak tree, and from the top of the tree there came a loud buzzing noise. Winnie the Pooh sat down at the foot of the tree, and put his head between his paws, and he began to think. First of all, he said to himself, Hmm, that buzzing noise means something. You don't get a buzzing noise like that just buzzing and buzzing, without it meaning something. If there is a buzzing noise, someone is making a buzzing noise, and the only reason for making a buzzing noise that I know of is because you're a bee. And then he thought for another long time, and then he said, and the only reason for being a bee that I know of is making honey. And then he got up, and he said, and the only reason for making honey is so I can eat it. So he began to climb the tree. He climbed, and he climbed, and he climbed. And as he climbed, he sang a little song to himself. It went like this. Isn't it funny how a bear likes honey? Buzz, buzz, buzz. I wonder why he does. And then he climbed a little further, and a little further, and just a little further. And by that time, he had thought of another song. 
It's a very funny thought that if bears was bees, they'd build their nests at the bottom of trees. And that being so, if the bees were bears, we shouldn't have to climb up all these stairs. He was getting rather tired at this point, so that's why he sang a complaining song. He was nearly there now, and if he just stood up on that branch, crack. Oh, help, said Pooh as he dropped ten feet onto the branch below him. If only I hadn't, he said as he bounced twenty feet onto the next branch. Well, you see what I meant to do, he explained as he turned head over heels and he crashed onto another branch thirty feet below. What I meant to do... Well, of course, it was rather, he admitted as he slithered very quickly through the next six branches. Well, it all comes, I suppose, he decided, as he said goodbye to the very last branch and spun around three times and flew gracefully into a gauze bush. It all comes of liking honey so much. Ow, help! And he crawled out of the gauze bush, and he brushed the prickles from his nose, and he began to think again. And the first person he thought of was Christopher Robin. "'Was that me?' said Christopher Robin in an awed voice, hardly daring to believe it. "'That was you.' Christopher Robin said nothing, but his eyes got larger and larger, and his face got pinker and pinker. So, Winnie the Pooh went around to his friend Christopher Robin, who lived behind a green door in another part of the forest. "'Good morning, Christopher Robin,' he said. "'Good morning, Winnie the Pooh,' said you. "'I wonder if you have got such a thing as a balloon about you.' A balloon? Yeah, well, I just said to myself, coming along, oh, I wonder if Christopher Robin has such a thing as a balloon about him. I just said it to myself, thinking of balloons and wondering. Well, what do you want a balloon for, you said. And Winnie the Pooh looked around to see that nobody was listening, and he put his paw up to his mouth, and he said in a deep whisper, Honey. But you don't get honey with balloons. I do, said Pooh. Well... It just happened that you had been to a party the day before at the house of your friend Piglet, and you had balloons at the party, and you had a big green balloon, and one of Rabbit's relations had had a big blue one, and had left it behind, being really too young to go to a party at all. And so you'd brought the green one and the blue one home with you. So which one would you like? you asked Pooh. And he put his head between his paws, and he thought very carefully. Well, it's like this, he said. When you go after honey with a balloon... The great thing is not to let the bees know that you're coming. Now, if you have a green balloon, they might think that you are only part of the tree and not notice you. And if you have a blue balloon, they might think that you are only part of the sky and not notice you. And the question is, which is more likely? Oh, but wouldn't they notice you underneath the balloon, you asked? Oh, well, they might and they might not, said Winnie the Pooh. You never can tell with bees. And he thought for a moment, and then he said, I think I'll try and look like a small black cloud, and that will deceive them. Oh, well, then you better have the blue balloon, he said, and so it was decided. Well, now you both went out with the blue balloon, and you took your gun with you just in case, like you always do, and Winnie the Pooh went to a very muddy place that he knew of, and he rolled and rolled until he was black all over. <laughs> Gesundheit. And then when the balloon was blown up as big as big... And you and Pooh were both holding onto the string. You let go suddenly, and Pooh Bear floated gracefully up into the sky and stayed there, level with the top of the tree, and about 20 feet away from it. Hooray! you shouted. Oh, isn't that fine? shouted Winnie the Pooh down to you. What do I look like? Well, you look like a bear holding onto a balloon, you said. Not, said Pooh anxiously, not like a small black cloud in a blue sky. No, not very much. Oh... Well, perhaps from up here it looks a bit different. 
And as I say, you never can tell with bees. Now there was no wind to blow him nearer the tree, so there he stayed. And he could see the honey, and he could smell the honey, but he couldn't quite reach the honey. And after a little while, he called down to you. Christopher Robin, he said in a loud whisper. Hello? Well, I think the bees suspect something. Oh, what sort of a thing? Oh, I don't know, but something tells me that they are suspicious. Ah, perhaps they think that you're after their honey. Well, it may be that. You never can tell with bees. And there was another little silence. And then he called down to you again. Christopher Robin? Yes? Have you an umbrella in your house? Yeah, I think so. Well, I wish you would bring it out here and then walk up and down with it and look up at me every now and again and say, Oh, tut tut, it looks like rain. And I think that if you did that, it would help the deception which we are practicing on these bees. Well, you laughed to yourself. Oh, silly old bear. But you didn't say it aloud because you were so fond of him. And you went home for your umbrella. Oh, there you are, called down Winnie the Pooh as soon as you got back to the tree. Oh, I was beginning to get a little anxious. I have discovered that the bees are now definitely suspicious. Well, should I put my umbrella up? You said. Yeah, but wait a moment. We have to be practical. You see, the important bee to deceive is the queen bee. Can you see which is the queen bee from down there? No. Oh, that's a pity. Well, now, if you walk up and down with your umbrella saying, tut tut, it looks like rain... Well, then I'll do what I can by singing a little cloud song, such as a cloud might sing. Go. So, while you walked up and down and wondered if it would rain, Winnie the Pooh sang this song. Oh, how sweet to be a cloud floating in the blue. Every little cloud always sings aloud. How sweet to be a cloud floating in the blue. It makes him very proud to be a little cloud. And the bees were still buzzing as suspiciously as ever. And some of them indeed left their nests and flew all around the cloud as it began its second verse of its song. And one bee sat down on the nose of the cloud for a moment and then it got back up again. Oh, Christopher, ow, Robin, called the cloud. Yes, I've just been thinking and I've come to a very important decision. These are the wrong sort of bees. Oh, are they? They are quite the wrong sort. So I should think that they would make the wrong sort of honey, shouldn't you? Oh, would they? Yes. So I think I shall come down now. How? asked you. Winnie the Pooh hadn't thought about this. If he let go of the string, he would fall, bump. And he didn't like the idea of that. So he thought for a long time. And then he said, Christopher Robin, you must shoot the balloon with your gun. Have you got your gun? Yeah, of course I have, you said. But if I do that, I'll spoil the balloon, you said. Oh, but if you don't, said Pooh, I shall have to let go, and that would spoil me. And when he put it like this, you saw how it was, and you aimed very carefully at the balloon, and you fired. Ow, said Pooh. Oh, did I miss, you asked. Well, you didn't exactly miss, said Pooh, but you missed the balloon. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you said, and you fired again, and this time you hit the balloon, and the air came slowly out, and Winnie the Pooh floated down to the ground, but his arms were so stiff from holding onto the string of the balloon all that time that they stayed straight up in the air for more than a week, and whenever a fly came and settled on his nose, he had to blow it off. And I think, but I'm not too sure, that that is why he is called Pooh. Well, is that the end of the story? asked Christopher Robin. Well, it's the end of that one. There are others. About Pooh and me? Yeah, and Piglet, and Rabbit, and all of you. Don't you remember? 
Oh, I do remember, and then when I try to remember, I forget. Yeah, what about that day when Pooh and Piglet tried to catch a heifer lump? Oh, they didn't catch it, did they? Oh, no. No, Pooh couldn't, because he hasn't any brain. Well, did I catch it? Well, that comes in a story, and Christopher Robin nodded. Yeah, I do remember, he said. Only Pooh doesn't so very well. So that's why he likes to have them told to him again. Because then it's a real story, you know, and not just a remembering. Yeah, that's just how I feel, I said. And Christopher Robin gave a deep sigh, and he picked up his bear by the leg, and he walked off to the door, trailing Pooh behind him. And at the door he turned, and he said, Are you coming to see me have my bath? Yeah, I might, I said. I didn't hurt him when I shot him, did I? No, not a bit. And then he nodded, and he went out. And in a moment I heard Winnie the Pooh, bump, 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 going back up the stairs behind him. And that's the end of chapter one.